I believe a healthy mind creates a healthy life. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, the creator of the Healthy Hustlers podcast and mama who is obsessed with self-development and personal growth. After several years of climbing the never-ending corporate ladder, I waved goodbye to a job title and salary I once thought defined my success and embarked on a life full of good health, wholesome conversations, nourishing relationships and a career that fueled my soul. With an aim to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time, during these solo episodes, I'll share stories, insights, and practical tips and tools that I hope inspire you to shine bright through positive thinking, gratitude, manifestation, spirituality, and powerful mindset practices. If you want to remove limiting beliefs, have the confidence to embrace fear, and know that you are wildly capable of achieving your wildest dreams, then buckle up because you are in exactly the right place. Are you looking for a clean beauty makeup that makes you look and feel your best without sacrificing your health or our planet? Then look no further than Lust Minerals, a high-performance mineral makeup that will change your skin, your life, and leave the planet in a better place. Lust Minerals Clean Beauty range is both affordable and high-quality. Good health starts with Lust Minerals. Well, hello and welcome back to another solo episode. I am bloody excited you're here, my friend. (laughs) I literally love this topic. It lights me up. If you can't already tell in my voice, I'm very excited that you're here for this episode. But of course, to start with, I do just want to say a thank you for all the beautiful messages I received on Instagram regarding the Raising Your Vibes episode um, and also the Affirmations one. It sounds like both of those really hit home with a lot of people and you got a lot out of them. So I'm so, so happy to hear that. I honestly just love connecting with you and yeah, hearing what episodes resonate. So please keep sending them through. I am here to help you. So that's why I do what I do. Um, so if you do want to reach out, my Instagram is just my name, which is Madeline Carafa, and my DMs are always open. So this episode, yeah, like I said, I'm really excited to share this one with you because it is a topic that I have been working a lot on through my own personal development journey and especially since leaving my corporate career where, you know, the last few years of my my corporate career was turned a little bit toxic and I had a lot of self-doubt and my confidence was really taken away from me. So I did have a lot of work I needed to do around building my my own confidence again. And in that, I really guess throughout that journey, I've learned how to be my own hype girl. So I was actually five minutes into a meditation this morning, which was like focusing on aligning with your true self. And I got a download about this episode and I was about to record something completely different. And then this idea was sparked. And I actually feel like it was sparked because it's a really beautiful flow on from the last solo episode, which was about raising your vibrational energy. So hopefully if you enjoyed that episode and have had some time to implement some of those things and to really think about how you can consciously raise your vibrational frequency on a daily basis, then you might get some really great tips out of this episode too. Because I think by being your own hype girl and by supporting that beautiful inner dialogue, you're actually raising your vibrational frequency. So all of these things that I share do help you raise your energy levels. Uh, So yeah, I hope you get something out of it. But 
I do want to start with a quote. It's a quote that I actually shared on my Instagram account a week or so ago, and it got quite a lot of reshares. So I'm hoping that that's a sign that you'll love this episode. But the quote was by Boss Babes, and it said, be your own hype woman. Love yourself like no one else. Cheer yourself on like how you would your closest friends. Believe in yourself above all else, because at the end of the day, you've got to be your own biggest fan. I love that. I seriously love that quote. So I guess as the title suggests and that quote suggests, you are here because we are talking about being your own hype girl. But I guess what is being a hype girl? You know, let's start the episode by finding out what that actually is. So Forbes has described that as being your own hype girl means relying on nothing other than yourself to escape unharmful thought patterns. It's powerful, it's life-changing, but most people can't do it. It involves having a set of tools that you know you can visit and revisit to get you back to feeling in charge and ready to take action. Well, my friends, that's exactly why I'm here today because I'm going to share with you my top four ways that I have become my own hype girl over the journey. And look, I always share these episodes, I guess, from my own experiences, but I want you to know like I'm still on this journey and I'm nowhere near perfect and I don't always get it all right. It's a journey and we're constantly evolving as humans. So, you know, these are my personal ways, but there might be things that work really well for you. You know, just like I said in the Raising the Vibes episode, like I give you tips and tools that have personally worked for me, but have fun with that. You know, experiment what works for you and what makes you feel good. You know, that's what a personal development journey is about, is really uncovering what works best for you and what serves you, because it will be different for each person. So my number one thing that I have done and I would recommend (laughs) um, is to become your own best friend. So I think by connecting with your own true authentic self, we're able to give and nurture ourselves on a greater level. And that's because we're giving and nurturing to ourselves through self-love, self-acceptance and personal growth. So when we commit to these things, we're actually bringing our best selves out and we're actually bringing our best selves to all the other facets of our life, you know, our work, our relationships, our spirituality, everything. We're giving our best selves to it because we're serving ourselves first. And so, you know, when we're able to serve and live from, you know, this place of love and authenticity, we actually also give other people permission to show up wholeheartedly as themselves and not how they've been conditioned to think they might need to show up in this world. So it's really easy, I think, and I was so guilty of it for so many years. You know, it's so easy to align or associate our success or what we think we're meant to be with the way that we've been conditioned to think. So as an example, I'm going to focus on success. But for me personally, I've seen, you know, I've worked, grown up with working parents. My mum was a hairdresser. She had really great businesses, my dad, landscape gardener, but they've both always worked really, really hard to give us a life that we've had. You know, we had a beautiful family life, which I'm so grateful for and got a lot of opportunities, but we were never, we were never wealthy. We were just middle class. I don't know what you call, but we were never like wealthy, but we also didn't go without. But I think from that, I've seen my parents work so hard. So I've almost been conditioned to think that to have money and to live comfortably, you have to work really hard. And then I guess that 
mixed with society's views, I guess, or expectations when I went through high school of, you know, you have to do well in high school to be smart, to then have a good career. When I think I started to associate being smart with success or working incredibly hard with success, where the ones I actually went in and I was able to align and connect with my authentic self, you're actually able to redefine what it means to be successful, you know, and it's different for everyone. It is so different for everyone because we are all so unique. So becoming aware of what has been placed on or where you've been conditioned to think is normal is a really important step in this. I guess when I say go within, because that's how we get those answers, that's how we tap into our authentic self is by going within. I mean to create space in your life and that's through that can be through meditation, through journaling. Um, you know, they're two of the most powerful ways I believe that you can connect with your inner knowing and your intuition because when you're connecting with your intuition, that inner knowing inside you, like she unlocks the answers. She holds all of the answers that you need. She knows what you are destined for. So the more that you can connect from that, and I spoke about this in the Raising the Vibes one, but like that's on all facets of your life. Like I connect with my intuition from a mothering perspective to know how to nurture and to love Georgia and how to give her what she needs. I tap into that intuition because I believe I have that wisdom and that knowledge inside me. So the more that you can be journaling and meditating and, you know, connecting in nature, going for walks, um, giving your your mind that space to just stop and to pause and to reflect, the more you'll be able to tap into that authentic self. You know, the more that you do it, the more that you realize how powerful it is and it actually becomes a habit. And so you just become deeper and deeper in that. And all of a sudden you're actually living so much in alignment and so much from your authentic self. And you know when to say yes or no to things because you're so tapped in. Hopefully that all makes sense. You can always message me and reach out if there's anything you want to go like deeper into. But yeah, definitely being aware of where your conditioning is versus what actually feels right for you and your authentic self is super, super important. So number two is your inner dialogue is what will allow you to have a lack mindset or an abundance mindset. So a lack mindset would be something along the lines of, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I can't do that. Uh, She's already doing that. It's that mindset of there's not enough to go around. Whether the abundant mindset is there is enough to go around. It is that it's healthy competition. It's almost looking at people that have succeeded and thinking, oh my God, that's amazing. That's proof that that can be done. It's being other people's cheerleader and not like, thinking that there's not enough because they've already got that success or that achievement that you are driving towards. Abundance mindset too, like we live in an abundant world, you know, we are immersed in nature all of the time. Like we do have now the knowledge and resources to meditate and to journal and to connect, like they're abundant things to be able to do. So the more that we are practicing gratitude appreciating all of those things that we have in our everyday life, the more richer you will feel in your own mind. And that in turn is also raising your vibrational energy. So I believe that personal growth is the greatest investment you can ever make. And I guess when you focus on changing your internal dialogue, that little voice inside your head to a really positive one, 
you believe that you are truly worthy, that you are truly capable of anything. And the thing is you are, you are worthy and you are capable, but you need to believe that, you know, we're being conditioned to think that we have to work hard for it, or we have to be smart enough for it, or we have to be more qualified for it, or maybe we have to look and dress a certain way when we don't at all. Like we are all so wildly capable, but you have to have that positive inner dialogue that is always cheering you on and getting you to that next step. You know, if you don't have that, then how can you expect to keep moving forward and to attract the greatness that you're desiring? You know, being your own cheerleader and having your own back, realizing that failures are only lessons like that is having an abundant mindset is looking at a failure as a lesson being grateful for it like I'm so glad that I was able to learn that not oh god I shouldn't be doing this I'm such a failure I'm not smart enough so by having that mindset and by being your own cheerleader through your inner dialogue you actually allow so many new doors to open and that's because you're raising your vibrational energy so it's in the stories that we tell ourselves that is what allows us to actually become the person that we are destined to be. And I'm sure you all know this. You know that that inner dialogue is important. You know, I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard that. So I want to share a few ways of how I use this. And I don't know, this is a bit weird to share it, but it's something I've worked really, really hard on. And it really does, it truly does work. And so some examples of how I would use this in a dialogue on a daily basis is before I leave the house, um, no matter where I'm going, if I'm just going to the park with Georgia or if I'm going to work or if I'm going out with my girlfriends, I would look in the mirror and I would say, you look great, babe, you've got this. And I think that that just really helps to set a positive tone for the way I feel entering a situation, no matter what it is. And then if I've left the house on time, so something I've really been working on is being more organized because I felt like I was lacking organization, which was then making me feel like I was failing. So I really had to change that dialogue and focus on one, being organized, but also I guess, cheering myself on and rewarding myself when I was organized. So when I leave the house on time and I'm organized, I'll literally say to myself, yes, girl, you did it. See, you are organized. So it's like reinforcing that in me because I think I do have a bit of a link between organization and success. So that's something that I'm really working towards is being really organized because I know it makes me, helps me thrive a lot more. And so, you know, when I'd have these moments of doubt or I'd start feeling like, I don't know, I'm not moving fast enough. Like, I'm sure you all know that feeling of like having goals, um, especially if you've set them at the start of the year and then, you know, we're already in June. I know that I've had so many moments this year when I'm like, oh my God, like I haven't even achieved like a quarter of the things that I want to achieve this year. And like, you really let that doubt. Well, I do. I let that doubt really creep in and almost that feeling of like, I'm not doing enough. And so when I catch myself doing that, I'll literally stop and I'll say, Maddie, stop for a moment. Stop and think about all the wonderful things that you've achieved. And I'll literally just take it back and I'll have like a few moments of just pure reflection 
by doing that, it just like regrounds me and realigns me and it gets me in that clearer headspace of one, reminding me of what I'm capable of and two, being proud of how far I've actually come on the journey, you know, and we all have things that we've achieved. Like if it's, it doesn't even have to be business related. It could be in your relationship. You know, if you once were in a toxic relationship and now you're in a healthy, fruitful relationship, like reflect on that and how far you've come you know if you used to have a lot of body shaming or body hate and now you are confident in the things you wear and and show yourself so much self-love like reflect on that journey and remind yourself how proud you are you know and I guess comparison is the thief for so many of us and we all definitely get caught in comparison and I am so guilty of it especially I think with the year that we had last year and now obviously going back into lockdown it's so easy to get trapped in that comparison game and thinking I guess also being in a bit of a victim mentality which just does not serve you at all so you know whenever I catch myself in that I'll just say babe you know you're better than that this is just a reflection of what you desire so take it as a reminder that anything is possible this that you desire is possible. So it's just like flipping that. It's flipping that comparison. And it's also telling the universe like that we do want that because we can so easily, like when you are comparing yourself, it's a form of judgment. So I'm sure, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about this already on the podcast, but like, you know, when you are judging something, you're almost blocking that from coming into your life. So you really need to flip that and to remind yourself that it's, just a reflection of what you actually want, you know, and it, and take it as that it's possible. Like it is literally possible to achieve that. And there is enough room for us all to be successful and to all achieve what we want or to all feel the way that we desire to feel. We'll be right back after this healthy break. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, you'll know I'm very passionate about helping you live a life full of good health, which is why I'm thrilled to have partnered with Lust Minerals, Australia's favourite clean beauty brand, founded in 2014 by mum of two, Stacey Hollands. Lust Minerals is Australia's first all-natural mineral beauty brand that fuses clean beauty with performance and affordability. They are dedicated to making a difference through their products by offering high-performance mineral makeup that will change your skin, your life, and leave the planet a better place. Formulated with natural ingredients, superfoods, and vitamins that are good for your skin and the environment, Lust Minerals products create real results, offer supreme performance, and is better and cleaner for our health. Good health starts with Lust Minerals. To feel and look your best, Head to lastminerals.com.au and use the code HEALTHYHUSTLERS for $20 off your first order or simply click the link in the show notes after this episode. But now number three is being really mindful of who you are surrounding yourself with and what you're letting into your world. So I know that you would probably hear this all of the time, but it's because it's so important. Like, This means not only the people, but also what you're consuming. Like what are you consuming online and in the digital world? Like personally, I only follow accounts that inspire me. I've chosen not to watch the news. I don't engage in like gossip columns or like shitty newspapers that evoke fear. It's a really conscious decision, but it's one that serves me. It's one that allows me to feel good. And at times like Ryan will joke to me and be like, oh my God, you just live in your own bubble. And I'm like, Well, I do like a lot of the time I do. And that doesn't mean that 
Of course, I like to know what's going on around the world, but I'm quite empathetic as well. So a lot of the time that can bring a lot of fear and sadness into my world. And so instead of, you know, sitting in that, you know, empathetic feeling that doesn't necessarily serve me all the time, I will try to just take it from a like place of gratitude instead. So I'll more focus on, I know there's a lot happening in the world that isn't great right now. And I'm just so incredibly grateful that like I'm allowed, I'm able to live here in this country and, you know, I have these opportunities. So it's almost like flipping it, if that makes sense. But I don't think that there's a bad thing in living in your own little bubble in a way, like if it's a happy place, like for I surround myself with goodness so that I can show up in a positive way in the world. So there is a beautiful quote that I shared on Instagram recently in my stories, and it says that your energy introduces you before you introduce yourself. And whoa, I loved that. It seriously spoke to me. And I think the more aware you are of what is serving you, the greater you will become at trusting yourself and your own inner compass because the people around you will be supporting that positive inner inner dialogue, you know, and having friendship groups and people around you that are supportive and empowering and Uh, uplifting is so important when you are focusing on having that positive inner dialogue. You know, I personally know like I'm so incredibly grateful for my group of girlfriends because they are all of those things, you know, and by being those things, they're almost reinforcing or reinstilling that, that positive inner dialogue that I'm having with myself. I know it's not always possible and it's not always easy to constantly surround ourselves by empowering and uplifting people. You know, it might be a family member or a family friend, or maybe it's a work colleague, you know, who their vibe just doesn't align with ours. But obviously we're in a situation where we can't just be like, see ya, not hanging out with you. So I think if you are thinking about a person like that, who doesn't necessarily serve your vibe or help align with your vibe, then Take it more as your responsibility. Use it as your responsibility is what I'm trying to say, that it's like their feelings and their thoughts are a reflection on them and not of you. You know, it's your responsibility to remind yourself that. Remind yourself that what they think, their opinions, is purely a reflection on them and not on you. So don't allow their vibe to bring you undone. Instead, take back that control tell yourself that their opinion doesn't serve me. I'm releasing it and I'm staying focused on my own truth. That's a really great one line that you can use when you're in their space, in their energy. You can even enter it by knowing that you're going to be around that person and you can like give yourself that little pep talk. talk. Like it's okay. Their opinions are theirs for a reason. Like they don't need to serve me. I'm releasing it and I'm staying focused on my own truth because that will bring you back to your own inner compass. So the more that you're you're aware of those situations and those people in your life and the more that you can surround yourself with empowering and uplifting ones, the greater this is going to be. <laughs> and now number four, which is last, but definitely not least, is dressed to make you feel good. So this is such a big one, I think. And for so many years, I had this thought that I had to dress a certain way to look and feel successful. Like I used to think, you know, once I had the designer handbag and a nice leather jacket and an expensive blazer, you know, to wear to work, I'd feel really successful. But what I know now is that that isn't actually aligned with my authentic self. Like, don't get me wrong. I love clothes, 
you know, and there's nothing wrong with doing this. I'm not, this is just a personal story and experience to show you how what feels good and aligned with your authentic self works when it comes to the way you dress. But, you know, for me, yeah, I do like buying nice things, but I guess when I buy really expensive designer things or accessories or that, like it actually doesn't feel good for me. Like in my core, it doesn't serve me. Like it doesn't feel fulfilling. And I know it does for some people and that's great. Like that's not a bad thing at all. It's just for me personally, it doesn't serve me the way that it should, I guess, if I was when I'm spending that amount of money. So instead, I guess I feel really comfortable rocking like an epic pair of sneakers, some nice jeans and a cool t-shirt or I don't know, a cute skirt and some really, really epic boots. Like I also love wearing hats and like having my hair washed and a fresh glowy face. Like that's my authentic self coming up out. Like when I'm dressed like that, that's how I feel like I'm showing up as my best self. I'm showing up truly as me. And I guess the more I've become confident in that and I've really owned that, the more successful I've felt. Like, can you resonate with that? Like, I'm sure there's times where, you know, you go to an event and you just like, or maybe you're just going to your family's house for dinner or whatever, but like, you feel really cool. Like you feel good. You feel like you're dressed in a cool vibe. Like that's your authentic self. You know, I think we can get so trapped in looking at people on Instagram and yes, they might look amazing in it, in an outfit. Like I know I follow a few like fashion mums and I like love their style. I think they look epic, but I'm like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I wouldn't feel myself wearing that. So although they're radiating wearing it because it's obviously aligned with their authentic self. So I actually heard a really great affirmation the other day on a podcast that really resonated so well. It's so perfect with this particular topic that I'm talking about, but it was to stand in front of the mirror in the clothes that make you feel good, like to feel your best. That might be your sneakers and your leggings and like a sick jumper, or it might be your heels and your dress, like whatever it is for you that feels good. Stand in front of the mirror and say to yourself, this is what success looks like. So you can obviously tailor that to whatever you're working on. Like it might be for you, this is what sexy looks like. This is what wealthy looks like. You know, this is what dominating looks like. Like whatever it is in your life that you're working on, really owning your own style, whatever that might be, allow it to make you feel like the most alive, the most successful, the most epic version of yourself. And honestly, watch your world transform. Like you will walk into situations feeling electric, like you will be radiating because you are like, you're having that inner dialogue, positive inner dialogue. You're dressing the way that makes you feel good and you're showing up as yourself. So um, my girlfriend, Amy and I actually used to have these killer pair of high heel boots when we both worked in events together and we'd keep them under our desk. And like days that we were feeling super flat or really second guessing ourselves because we were quite young in senior roles. So there was a lot of times where we'd like, you know, have to go to meetings with people who are a lot older in corporate businesses or maybe like high profile people. And we'd really be like feeling that bit of self-doubt. We'd literally put on our favorite lippy. So we both had our favorite like own lipstick color and we'd put on what we called our power boots. And it would honestly feel like 
it would change our whole vibe and we would both feel so unstoppable. And that's why we started calling them our power boots. So for me now, I have like a work attire and a mum attire, like both the clothes that I love. And my mum style is, you know, super effortless and fuss free, but a little bit edgy. And my work one, well, it's probably not that much difference, but it just has like, you know, some cool pairs of boots that I love wearing and jeans. But both of those styles, like I feel like I can then really step into the version of me I want to be and show up as that day. So, you know, when I'm doing mum things with Georgia, like even if it's just going to the park, like I still feel cool and I feel like the cool mum I want to be <laughs> without sounding like an idiot. But then, you know, coming to work, I feel like I step into that more that masculine energy and that hustler mode because I'm like dressed for that. So I just would encourage you to really start taking note of what clothes serve you and what allows you to feel great, you know, whether what makes you also feel a bit daggy or unfulfilled, like what clothes do you put on and just feel like, oh, that's not really, I don't feel fab in this. You know, I know for me personally, like I don't really love like super bright colors or floral things because they make me feel like quite young and girly. So it's just like, what's serving you? Like what's allowing you to feel like your most authentic self? So that episode ended up going for a little bit longer than I'd planned, clearly because I'm very passionate about this topic, but I really hope you enjoyed it. I really hope you got something out of it. And like always, please, if you did leave a five-star review, I really appreciate your reviews. But also I just want to make a little note that I do actually get some negative reviews and not that I want to bring light to them because it is what it is and everyone's allowed to have their opinion. But please remember that I'm human as well and that I'm doing this from a place of love and I'm being vulnerable with what I share. So please do be kind (laughs) because words do unfortunately hurt. So um, I just felt like I needed to say that because yeah anyway um I just am so grateful that you're here and for your time I it's honestly you are supporting my little business and what I love doing so thank you for being here and I can't wait to see you all again next week thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review for any products mentioned in today's show please check the show notes below and hit the direct links If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.